Welcome to another episode of Pit Lane Parlay. Welcome to another episode of Pit Lane Parlay. We are here, or I am here with Eric Smith to do a NASCAR betting episode. I'm so sorry. This was supposed to be coming out before the Homestead race, and I forgot to publish it, and I realized that when I was at my mother-in-law's house Sunday, far away from my computer, I went, "Uh uh-oh, I forgot to publish it. But for the record, I did pick Cole Custer to finish in the top 10, and he almost finished in the top five. So that is probably my best prediction ever. Yeah, he was trending, yeah, to like a, a podium in that in NASCAR. Yeah. Player. I know they don't, it's different than like IndyCar and F1, but yeah, he cut a tire there with a couple laps to go, but he was right there. He was making us look smart for a while. You, yeah. you were talking about Cole Custer, and yep, that uh, that's what happened with the tire towards the I, end of the race. I won but, uh, $2.74 for for Cole getting in the top 10. So thanks Cole for giving me a couple bucks to get through to this, this next race here. So we are this weekend at Las Vegas. The race is Sunday at three 30 Eastern. The starting lineup just came out. So Eric, I'll just jump right into it here. Obviously the pole sitter has the best odds of winning the race, but are there any drivers and you know, I'm gonna start first because I think and I'm super pumped at the odds on this. So Michael McDowell starts fifth, and his odds for a podium are plus three thousand. His odds for a top ten are plus three seventy-five, and to win plus twelve thousand five hundred. So and Vegas is a pretty much a track position race. It's not typically the most exciting race out there. So as long as nothing goes wrong, that car is a pretty strong car, and I I wouldn't be against putting money on it without even kind of thinking about it too hard. No, I agree. I would put money on all three options and knowing that, uh, hey, worst things can ha- has happened. I mean, we've seen a such an odd season with the winners that, as you said, Vegas is a more of a track position. It's recently repaid two years ago, and you you could definitely do strategy here and he's already starting up front and he's got a win which i think helps that um last year is a prime example uh both races completely turned upside down at the end uh this race particular race the spring one rosh chastain brought out a caution he spun on the back stretch with like six to go and alex bowman and blaney were far away like one of those two were going to win they were battling for the lead at that point and caution comes out and where vegas is interesting is it's there's not a lot of tire wear especially with this package the high downforce so it's not a lot of uh friction on the tires you don't see you could go an end of a stint not need a pit but where nascar is they're sitting ducks that everybody behind them was going to do the exact opposite of what they were going to do so they thought well tires are the safe bet we might as well pit because if we don't pit then everybody behind us will pit and they're going to have fresh tires and even yes tire fall off is minimal there but fresh tires are fresh tires they're going to be a sitting duck so it completely altered the aspect of that race they pit most other guys didn't uh, and that you then you saw logano get a win granted second in a row there but he wasn't going to win that race without that caution the fall race the playoff race kurt bush matt de benedetto a few others they stayed out as long as they could before pitting for the final time hoping hey if we get a caution it trends say we will then we pinned everybody else a lap down and then therefore we could pit under the caution, keep our track position. Yes, they get their laps back, but now they're behind us. And Kurt Busch won because of that. 
the Benedetto finished second in both races for that same reason, um, for lucking out on, on strategy and cautions. And so McDowell, this is kind of a long-winded answer of, yeah, he's already got a win. Why would yeah. he not do the opposite of what everybody else does if he's up there at the end of the race? He's got track position. And, oh, by the way, he's got a top 10 in every race this year. And you can get him at a top 10 at plus 375. So you're plus money for a guy that's got a top 10 in every race this year. So why not? So this is that type of race and a racetrack that you can capitalize on another potentially awkward, weird situation at an end of race for NASCAR. So who on, on our DraftKings betting odds here, who are we avoiding that has low odds, but maybe you're like, eh, I don't, I don't think so. I think Harvick would be one. Um, granted, like you said, he's got the best thought. It, plus 600 is still intriguing. In the past, I think because we've seen the winners that we have, Harvick would probably be plus 300 right now if we haven't seen the season start the way we had because he's got the pull, he's got the track position. But Stuart Haas Racing in general, the last few years in Vegas have just been nothing. They, they've struggled with the setup. Harvick, granted, he finished fourth and second two years ago and eighth and tenth last year. But he just hasn't looked the same. He's missing something. Stuart Haas as a whole is missing something. Um, and he started up front in these last few years, and they just faded. So I, for being the overall favorite and having the poll, I just feel like, to me, it's, it's still too early in the season to risk with what, you're, what he's coming off of. We don't have practice or qualifying. So they're kind of bringing what they brought last year, and what they brought last year wasn't great. So um, that scares me a little bit. Um, Truex, I wish he was maybe a little bit further back, being plus 650. Um, he's yes, he's been great there. He, he's got two top fives his last three, but in this race last year, he also finished 20th. Um, he's starting fourth. He plus 650 isn't terrible to grab him at, but also a little leery towards that factor. Um, everybody else is kind of grouped together nicely, so I, I like how Vegas laid these odds out because it's starting to trend to like a Daytona odds where you, you can get everybody between plus 800 and farther back when before you could realistically, like I just said for Harvick, you'd get guys like plus 300 plus 400. So they, they kind of came back towards us. Yeah. I think the only two that stand out to me that are a little, I'm not so sure on, I got to find them on DraftKings here. Actually. Yeah. No, that's not too bad. Where'd he go? Joey Logano at plus 800 to win, plus 235 for a podium. I don't know. He's starting 15th, and again, a track position track. He's around some stout competition. I'm not saying it's possible he gets top 10 because it's actually minus 225. So, you know, it's kind of just not even worth betting. I don't think this is necessarily his strongest track. And the other one I wanted to say as in one to avoid is he's starting 26th, Ryan Blaney, plus 1,300 odds to win, 375 to podium, and minus 150 for a top 10. And it's another one. I can see him squeezing into a top 10, but with so little money on the line and in terms of if you're placing a bet, it just just doesn't really seem particularly worth it at all. So... We'll jump into guys who maybe aren't starting in the top 10, but either are very strong here. Or you think if, if something goes their way, they could jump into a top 10. So maybe on the betting board, like 
Eric Jones on down, is there one or two guys that stick out to you that are worth putting some money on? Yeah, I would say I would definitely look at somebody like what what was Eric Jones again? What was his odds? Plus fifteen thousand to win, thirty three hundred podium, four four fifty to top ten. Yeah, I, I like he's long like Chastain. I know I talked about he brought a caution out last year, but look, he's he's plus fifteen thousand to win. And again, I said this last week, he's with a Ganassi car and you're getting a Ganassi guy at plus fifteen thousand to win and just look at what Kyle Larson did in that car. And, and he had five top tens his last six, three of them being in the top three. Um, Chastain won with Ganassi in the Xfinity Series at Vegas a couple of years ago. So that's he doesn't have the best starting spot. He's 21st. But then again, as I said, you could go off strategy. You could take two tires, no tires, get track position, get your way up there and stay up there. So I look at him. Um, Chase Briscoe is a, a long shot. I mean, he's plus 8,000 to win. He's starting 24th, uh, but he swept the Xfinity races there last year. He's good at Vegas. It, the only factor is, too, with Vegas, it's hard, is there's never been a first-time cup winner at Vegas before, and that track's been around since a couple decades, almost three decades now. So um, it, it's a hard one to not to base a fact off that because it's true, but also look at how NASCAR season started. I'm like, well, everything's been unpredictable. Why would this be any different? So I think that's why some of the odds are the way they are to look at um, guys like that. I, it, you also got some guys in the back. I, I don't know if I would take anybody starting lineup wise past the Benedetto and Jones who's starting in row 15. I mean, you got your, your Rick, Rick Ware cars, your Spire cars, Starcom. I don't think any of those guys are going to come up and win. Um, also another fact, Vegas has never seen a winner come from outside the top 25 starting spot. So um and I think you look at the guys 25th on back and you can probably say, yeah, I could see that probably trend holding true even this weekend. So, which leads you back up to maybe some value guys towards the front that you might be able to grab that have better odds that are starting closer towards the front. And like an example, Kyle Larson's plus 1000 to win. And this is one of his better tracks. And I just said a stat um, a minute ago with Chastain's car and he's starting third and you can get a third place starter for plus 1000 and he's really good there. So, I think it's going to be about finding a couple of those guys, maybe budding a podium or a top 10 for a few other, like Chastain's plus 450 for a top 10. Um, he's starting 21st, so he's not too far off to get in there, and he's got a good car. So it's just going to be finding those diamonds in the rough for this weekend that's going to win you some money. Yeah, like I'm definitely avoiding anybody who starts in the back anyway. <laughs> like, I would, uh, yeah. BJ McLeod, B- I really don't want to bet on him because he has Dogecoin as his sponsor, and I think yeah. it's hilarious. <laughs> but his odds just to finish in the top ten are plus two thousand, and his odds to win are plus one hundred and fifty thousand. Like that's just yeah, it's just not worth it. But if I were to pick two, pick two to round it out, uh, yeah, I mean, there's there's no chance he he wins, but uh, no chance McLeod wins. Somebody so in the top twenty five here. I'm going to pick again. So I'll, I'll pick two. I'm going to stick with Custer again. He is plus 6,000 to win, 1,600 to podium, and plus 250 to make the top 10. I think he's got a car that can easily hang up there all, all day. And then let's see. I took Suarez last week. That was looking good for a while. And then he, that was. he faded towards the end. Let's see who's starting a little bit in front of him that I can pick on. Let's go. 
This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. Hey there, and welcome to the Joy of Paddle podcast, hosted by me, Minter Dial a veteran of the paddle tennis world, and sponsored by Paddle 1969. Whether you're a paddle tennis aficionado, just beginning or have never even heard of paddle, or padel as it's called in North America, this is an exhilarating new show that delves into the captivating stories of notable paddle personalities worldwide. In its inaugural season, you'll be treated to exclusive anecdotes, valuable tips, life lessons, and humorous moments shared by esteemed professional paddle players industry insiders, and passionate paddle enthusiasts. With each season aligning with a pro tour, you can anticipate two engaging episodes per month. The Joy of Paddle Podcast is part of the Evergreen Podcast Network, where you can find other great shows in a number of categories, such as sports, health and wellness, true crime, and fiction. To find out more about Evergreen Podcasts, go to www.evergreenpodcast.com. Vamos! I should have looked at this beforehand. I'm avoiding Chris Bell. I'm going to add that to the list starting 16th. And his odds are just low enough that outside of maybe placing a plus 135 bet to get in the top 10, it's just not worth the money betting wise. But I would bet Ross Chastain starts 21st. Odds are worth putting money on. And he hasn't had a breakthrough race yet this year. So, you know, he's due in the Ganassi equipment. It's only a matter of time before he, he put something together. Uh, So. Especially for where he's starting. Yeah. That's, that's a solid pick. Like I said, he's, he's in that large Larson's old car. I mean, that car is used to being up front and Chastain's a really good driver. I, I am, I think maybe because Vegas is looking at, he was driving for so many underfunded teams prior to this they probably look at his past maybe cup starts and not realize that those are with like really bad teams and now he's in literally a chip ganassi racing car and they're just throwing him with his and the odds back there but i just feel like he's a driver for every week until he wins he's going to get odds like that you might as well capitalize because eventually um on another show i do uh like we did a preseason and he was one of my picks to win a race this year um, just because of that car, he's aggressive. This is a track you got to be aggressive on. He's overly aggressive. He's tough to pass. So this is a solid week for those odds. I mean, bet a few dollars his way. You're going to win a decent chunk back. Um, so, yeah, just keep keep throwing money his way. Yeah, I, I agree there. So, again, Sunday afternoon, 3.30. Hope you guys also enjoyed my chat with Travis Braden and – his girlfriend, Jess, speaking of NASCAR and stock car related stuff. So we'll wrap it up there. Eric, again, thanks for the help. I promise I'll actually publish this one this week. <laughs> no worries. Yeah. I won't forget um, about no it. Problem.
Uh, and yeah, guys, enjoy the race. Enjoy the weekend. And uh, we'll talk to you again soon. Hit Pass Moto, sponsored by Moto America, is the show that keeps you up to speed on the latest in motorcycling and brings the biggest names in motorcycle racing right to you. From candid interviews with the top names in racing to providing insights into the trends and trendsetters driving the motorcycle industry, we have you covered. New episodes are available every Thursday at pitpassmoto.com and on your favorite podcast app. Ride on!